0: Sacred Woman A Guide to Healing the Feminine Body, Mind, and Spirit by Queen of Fua. Chapter 4 The Care of the Womb, beginning on page 70. The Female Reproductive System. It is now time to explore the physiology of the womb so that we can make an inventory of what isn't in balance. By taking a long, hard look at what is not functioning properly, we can learn more about our bodies and begin to follow the path of wellness as informed women of wisdom. The reproductive organs. The main female reproductive organs are the uterus, womb, ovaries, fallopian tubes, and vagina. The uterus is a hollow, muscular organ, about three inches long, located deep inside the pelvic cavity. It houses the developmental fetus. The cervix. The neck of the uterus projects into the vagina. The vagina is a tube about four inches long that receives the penis and sperm and serves as the birth canal. The fallopian tubes. A pair of structures, each about four inches long, join the uterus near the top. Their flared ends lie near the ovaries. The ovaries are a paired almond-shaped glands that produce ova, eggs, and female hormones. After an ovum is expelled into the pelvic cavity, it passes through a fallopian tube into the uterus. If the egg has been fertilized by a sperm, it implants in the wall of the uterus and gestation begins. Common manifestations of womb imbalances or illnesses. Menstrual health. Amenorrhea. There are many possible cases of primary and secondary amenorrhea the absence of menstrual periods, including chronic absence of ovulation due to atomic abnormalities, hypno, hip, hip, hypothalamus, or pituitary dysfunction, other hormone system dysfunction or genetic defects, excess exercise and stress, premature menopause and pregnancy. Dysmenorrhea, menstrual cramps, often results from uterine contractions during an ovaratory cycle, but a specific cause cannot be determined in every case. Two common causes of dysmenoera are endometriosis, growth of endometrial tissue outside of the uterus, and fibroid tumors. Menohagia, excessive duration or amount of menaces, often lasts 5 to 10 days and is accompanied by pain and discomfort and can occur with fibroids, endometriosis, or hormone dysfunction. Symptoms and signs, bloating, weight gain, irritability, headache, depression, and Edema, sexually transmitted diseases, vaginitis, an inflammation of the vagin of the vagina, usually caused by bacteria or yeast infection. <clears throat> Symptoms and signs: vaginal burning or itching or discharge, and yellow or white, foul-smelling discharge. Bacterial vaginosis. Bacterial vaginosis results from overgrowth of particular vaginal bacteria. The prevalence of bacterial vaginosis is higher in African-American women. Bacterial vaginosis has been associated with the use of some genital cleansing douching products. It can lead to low birth weight in preterm delivery, premature birth. Chlamydia, a bacterial infection that occurs primarily in the cervix in women and the urethra in men. If antibiotic treatment is not prescribed, it can lead to infertility in both men and women. Genital herpes, a sexually transmitted virus that appears around the genital area. Symptoms inside include burning, itching, and the appearance of painful blisters. There is no cure, therefore, treatment is designed to relieve discomfort and prevent bacterial infection. Gonorrhea, one of the most common STDs of bacterial infection that causes inflammation of the glands. If left untreated, it can cause pelvic inflammatory disease, infertility, or ectopic pregnancy. Treatment includes antibiotics. However, there are some strains that are resistant to treatment. Syphilis, a bacterial infection that multiplies rapidly in the body. It begins with a canker in the genital area. Left untreated, syphilis can result in serious symptoms from fever and headache to bone pain, mental deterioration, and even death. Syphilis can be treated with antibiotics, but it cannot be cured you must see a doctor for treatment. Reproductive system disorders. Endometriosis. The endometrium is made up of cells that create the lining of the uterus. These cells can break away and grow inside the uterine cavity, implanting themselves within the pelvis, ovaries, appendix, bowels, and or bladder. Symptoms and signs. Menstrual cramps, chronic pain, Pelvic scarrings and adhesions within the womb may be associated with infertility. Fibroids, a mass of rapidly dividing cells that invade surrounding tissue. These cells rob neighboring normal cells of their nutrients. Symptoms and signs, pain and cramping, unusual bleeding or discharge, clotting, severe menstrual cramps can lead to miscarriages. Genital Prolapse, prolapsed uterus, a condition in which weakened pelvic muscles fail to hold the uterus and other pelvic organs in place, often due to a prolapsed impacted colon or complications from labor and childbirth. Symptoms and signs, weakened vaginal and bladder muscles frequent urination, low back pain, abdominal pain, may result in infertility, blocked tubes, and miscarriages. Pregnancy health. Pregnancy-associated hypertension. Symptoms may include sudden elevation of high blood pressure, headaches, visual disturbances, bloating, protein in the urine, can result in the death of both fetus and mother. Miscarriage. Spontaneous abortion. When a pregnant woman delivers or loses a fetus before the 20th week of pregnancy, spontaneous abortion may result from infections, nutritional deficiency, structural or chromosomal abnormalities, diabetes, drug use, excess stress, and unknown causes. Preterm delivery. Premature birth. Birth of a premature infant between 20 and 37 weeks old. The cause of preterm delivery is often unknown. Risk factors include untreated bacterial vaginosis, poor nutrition, and previous preterm birth. Menopause. Menopause is not an illness or any form of disease, but rather is a part of a woman's natural life processes. It is the period of a granular changes that indicates the end of a woman's menstrual cycle. It signals a time when a woman has the privilege of keeping her wise blood and shifts her perspective to make her voice heard in a larger community. Menopause is brought about by decreased production of the female sex hormones. It generally occurs between the ages of 42 and 52 by premenopausal symptoms can begin as early as 35. Symptoms and signs. While menopause is a natural part of our cycle, the indications that this is happening can be an easy, gentle process, or it can be a difficult time. Those women who eat poorly do not get enough exercise and live in a stressful lifestyle may experience some or all of the following symptoms. Severe nervousness, irritability, depression, overexcitability, headaches, ab- abdominal pains, rushes of blood to the head and upper body called hot flashes, back aches, leg cramps, night sweats, and nosebleeds. However, we have the power to prevent or heal ourselves of these various toxic, toxic symptoms by eating live foods and fresh fruits, by drinking fresh fruit and vegetable juices and herb teas, by maintaining a clean colon, by exercising and meditating daily, and above all, by healing or releasing all negative relationships and getting them out of our lives. Womb Wellness Profile The following womb wellness profile has been divided into six categories for wellness that will help you assess the current health of your womb. This profile will aid you in your quest for womb wellness because it helps you to keep an accurate record of your womb health over time. It is suggested that after your record, your current baseline, you continue to monitor your womb wellness for a minimum of six cycles or months. To get a clear picture of the state of your current menstrual periods, you need to consider the intensity of the flow, i.e. light to heavy clot free or clotting, odor free or menstrual odor, and the number of days you menace lasts, your menace last, i.e., optional, one to three days, average, four to five days, may mean the womb is already in a disease state, chronic, six to eight days and beyond. And then there's an actual um chart here says womb wellness profile and there are categories or sections Um, it says complete the following information about your menstrual cycle no matter where you are in your reproductive years childbearing years or menopause date of the first menstrual cycle number of days in the cycle length of the menstrual flow directions For rating womb wellness, use 0 to 3 to rate the items on your womb wellness profile. Use 0 if the condition never existed or no longer exists. Use 1 if the condition occurs infrequently. Use 2 if the condition occurs frequently. Use 3 if the condition is a serious health challenge, i.e. endometriosis, cervical cancer, etc. Or... If you have ever experienced a traumatic womb episode, i.e. rape, childhood molestation, abortion. First category A, menstrual health. Record the length of each cycle. There are one, two, three, four, five columns. first one says record the length of each cycle. One, menace flow. Is it one to two days, two to three days, three to four days? five to six or more days. If you're premenopausal, then there's cycle one, two, three, four. Number two, menstrual aches, three, menstrual cramps, four, heavy menace, bleeding and or clotting, five, PMS, mood swings, depression, anger, hostility. Then you have a subtotal. Category B, vaginal health, Six, chronic vaginal itching or burning. Seven, chronic vaginal odor. Eight, chronic vaginal discharge or vaginitis. Nine, vaginal sores. Ten, medically diagnosed vaginal cysts. Eleven, uh, chronic vaginitis. You can give a subtotal. Category C, sexual health. Twelve, painful intercourse. Thirteen, inability to experience orgasms. Fourteen, fragility. 15 sexually transmitted diseases 16 sexual abuse 17 toxic partners subtotal so category D pregnancy health record a score of 3 in each cycle if you've ever experienced any of the following reproductive health challenges even if you're not experiencing them in your current cycle when you have achieved mind body spirit healing you will you may reduce your score accordingly 17 infertility, 18 toxemia during pregnancy, 19 difficult childbirth, 20 miscarriage, 21 abortions total. Category E menopause, 22 hot flashes, 23 vaginal dryness, 24 medically diagnosed hormonal imbalances, 25 irritability and mood swings, 26 night sweats, 27 headaches, back aches, subtotal Category F common illnesses 28 pelvic inflammatory disease 29 blocked fallopian tubes 30 medically diagnosed fibroids, tumors cysts indicate the size grapefruit, orange lemon 31 endometriosis 32 hysterectomy 33 genital prolapse 34 uterine cancer subtotal and then you do a grand total for each cycle for each of the sub for each of the categories interpreting your scores we are striving for low scores low scores indicate a less toxic womb less blockage to the womb and thus more womb wellness remember when you're measuring toxic conditions in the womb lower scores are best The grand total gives you an overview of the state of your womb and helps you establish a baseline as you progress towards achieving a zero. A score of zero indicates excellent womb wellness. Keep up your wonderful healing work. A score of one with challenges primarily in category A indicate occasional blockage or that a blockage is clearing. For maximum rejuvenation, continue the womb cleansing regimen for one to four cycles. Scores of two with challenges primarily in category A and category B indicate frequent blockage. For maximum rejuvenation, continue the womb cleansing regimen for four to six cycles. Scores of three with challenges primarily in category C indicate constant and or acute blockages. There are no short-term or simple solutions to challenges in category C. Deep healing requires deep commitment. Many of the conditions in Category C through F indicate the existence of long-term challenges to womb wellness. It will take a serious commitment and disciplined effort to regain maximum womb wellness. In addition to radically changing your nutritional habits and general lifestyle, it is critical to seek the help of licensed health professionals such as a gynecologist, fertility specialist, psychotherapist, and so on. Joining a sacred woman's circle for support and feedback is also highly recommended. To thoroughly rejuvenate your womb, you must be willing to commit to deep and constant cleansing before you begin a long-term cleansing. Consider the following. Give your room a rest for maximum healing during the cleansing period. Abstain from or at least limit sexual intercourse. This would be an ideal time for you and your mate to explore alternative exercises and to express your lovemaking desires. Women preparing to conceive a child should strive for a perfect score of zero. Beginning a pregnancy with a healthy womb reduces crises during the pregnancy and creates a more balanced environment for mother and child in the making. Monitor your progress for a maximum of four cycles up to 12 cycles. Remember, womb wellness is a prerequisite for the nine gateways of initiation. Womb imbalance stops here, healing the wombs of your family. Attaining and maintaining womb wellness in a lifetime process. You will see the results of your womb cleansing according to your willingness to adapt the natural living life cycle and your body's capacity to release the toxins that cause blockages in your your wellness. Now that you have completed your womb wellness profile and know your score, Keep in mind that this is just a beginning. You cannot get all the necessary work done in a couple of months when you've been carrying so much discomfort for 5, 10, or 20 years, or perhaps all your life. All conditions begin at the beginning in the womb of your mother and all the mothers before her. If you start checking out the womb histories in your family passed down from your mother, your grandmother, and your her mother and her grandmother, you will find that what's, being, what's been going on with your womb follows some of the same patterns as with your foremothers. This is partially because of ingrained thoughts and attitudes and partially because of the foods you've learned to eat from them, which is actually a greater of greater importance. The chain of womb unwellness cannot come to an end until you realize that you're the only one who can change the whole energy pattern. I can say that because in every family, there are always women like you. There's always one who stands out, who looks peculiar to the family, who does things a little bit differently, dresses a little differently, wears colors a little differently. And the family is always saying, why are you doing that? And that women, there's a light that refuses to be turned down or off. No matter how the whole family has been functioning for hundreds of years, you are that light, that sacred woman in training. And you, Sister Queen, have probably been feeling alone because you're the only one who's so different. You've been feeling insecure, feeling isolated from the family. Remember, my sister, you are the healer. You are the one of the first mothers. You are the one who's going to show them another possibility, another way. You are the one of the medicine women the whole planet has been waiting for. Waiting for you to remember to bring forth the earth wisdom once more. You are the generation that must retrieve this knowledge I couldn't ask my grandmother about her womb wisdom. She passed on. So I told my mother I was going to go to New Orleans to check with my aunts and her friends. And my mother said, I don't know who can help you. Maybe Aunt Sadie. She was a little bit into the herbs and I think maybe there was a midwife. This is when I realized that our most precious knowledge is dying out. We must catch this knowledge we must catch this knowing in our generation and then pass this knowledge down to our children so it remains alive in our daughters and our sons and our families we must regain this wealth and knowledge that we are medicine women when we are left on these shores when our captors would not take care of our health needs and when we had to heal ourselves what did our foremothers do they prayed they meditated They turned to their inner voices, and then they went to nature, to the roots and the wild herbs. I always remembered the sacred elder woman who would rock on their porches, and while they were rocking, they were aligning their energy centers, and they were humming, tuning into who they were listening to, And to what they had to do to heal their child, their husband, their sister friend, or a neighborhood, neighbor down the road. They would help, they would keep listening until they connected to the source of the Most High and they would hear what they needed to know. Ah, this is the clay we need to put on that person's forehead, this is the bush or the leaf or the flower we need to get. George Washington Carver would speak to plants, and they would hear. Our foremothers would pick up all those energies and those vibrations and heal themselves and others as well. This is part of our rich legacy. Much of this tradition lives on today in the islands. Island people are more often in tune because they're closer to the ways of Africa. Their culture was not dismantled or destroyed as much as ours so they are able to hold on to a link with the motherland. Even though we've become more contaminated, the fast foods, the fast life, and have forgotten about the bush, forgotten about the natural way, the South still remains that connected with African mainland. I have memories of children being lined up for their bush teas and remedies. I have this memory not because I ever saw anyone actually standing in line, but because my DNA holds all these memories. As a result, I raise my children the urban medicine woman way. I wake them up every morning and say, here's your drink, here's your herbs. In the afternoon, I check them out and say, oh, you have an attitude? Well, take this purge. That's the power to know all things, to know how to connect, how to tap back into that sacred place of empowerment. We do that to heal ourselves and to inspire other people to come to us to learn how to heal themselves. And here ends the reading on page 76.